The Black and White Network now proudly presents Moms Across America, a new program where women can speak their minds openly and freely without fear of reprisal. Moms Across America is about the issues of the day confronting America from a mom's point of view. And now, here are the moms. Why do Democrats hate Americans so much? When Hillary was running for president, she said half of Donald Trump's supporters were, quote, a basket of deplorables. Recently, Joe Biden, at a speech in Philadelphia, told America that half of us are semi-fascist terrorists. Under the First Amendment of the Constitution, we have the right to express our opinions. And if we disagree with the left, they don't have the right to take away our freedom of speech. Clearly, the statement by Hillary and Biden are designed to silence the conservatives in America. Many Americans find it easier to go along with the left and give up their right to disagree. What would America look like today if our founding fathers would have given in to the king and not fought for their freedom? Today, we must fight to take America back. Join the new generation of patriots who believe in the Constitution. Join the new revolution in America. Take back our country. Hello, moms across America. This is Kathleen Fitzgerald with my co-host, Vicki Tonkins. Today, I'm very excited. We have a very special guest, Mr. Jeff Younger. I don't know if any of you have heard about his story, but we're going to talk about what's happening with him. Now, I'm pretty hot about this. I just, uh, I had to reach out to him and get him on the radio show because I believe that his story is just like he says, the tip of the iceberg. And uh, we'll get into this. Um, but before we start, I want to make sure that you know where to get your free constitutional pamphlet. So, Vicki, where is that? You can go to getmyconstitution.com and you can get your free constitution. And we keep emphasizing every week the importance of knowing what your constitution says and being able to walk out your constitutional rights. So make sure you go to getmyconstitution.com and get your free copy. Thank you, Vicki. It's very important because these are documents that the law of the land, and if you know the law of the land, then you can protect yourself against the tyranny of mm -hmm. this, the governments. And that's, that's why uh, the United States and the Constitution were founded, because this is a free nation. That's and right. Yeah, that's exactly right. So let's get into this. So uh, is it all right if I call you Jeff? Oh, yes. So, Jeff, so will you please just start in um, as you will and tell us what is going on and the status? And then we'll, we've got questions for you. Okay. Well, uh, this all basically started uh, when I was married to my wife. Um, her name is Ann Georgelis, and she's a pediatrician in Capel, Texas. Uh, as of the 31st, she shut her practice down. I think she wants to go to California and begin to practice gender medicine in California. But she she's a pediatrician. And at the, when my sons, my, I have twin boys, James and Jude, I named them after the brothers of Jesus. Uh, she, at the age of two, she began to transition James to a girl without my consent while we were still married. And I, I stopped her from doing that. I mean, she was telling my son things like putting him in timeout, saying, you better not be a boy. The monsters only eat boys, things like this. Mm. So being a, a physician, she used her knowledge and, re and relationships with licensed care professionals and got a psychologist to force me out of the house. And she filed for divorce. Uh, we went to we went to trial in Dallas County. 
And at that trial, this is in 2015, 2016, sorry. At that trial, uh, you know, in Texas, we have these guys called custody evaluators. They're psychologists. And they evaluate the father and the mother and recommend custody arrangements to the court. The, the custody evaluator in my case was an execrable man named uh, Blake Mitchell. He lives in Frisco, Texas. He practices in the courts in three counties here. Blake Mitchell asked me what my top three issues were in this divorce. And I said, my number one issue is that she's tampering with my son's gender identity. And I showed him a video. If you got to YouTube and you search for mommy says I'm a girl, you'll see a video. It's a vid first iPhone video I ever took. Uh, and it was... Um, my son telling me that mommy's mommy says I'm a girl and she was teaching him to be a girl, putting him in dresses and presenting him to the world as a girl. So I told him that, and then he lied to the court and he said, well, uh, I found no evidence that she was tampering with James's gender identity. And Mr. Younger made a false accusation against her. And on that basis gave me less than standard possession. I got less, less possession time than, uh, just normal fathers in Texas. Um, she began in earnest to train, and this sets up a pattern of psychologists systematically lying in court. Uh, so far, I've never had a psychologist tell the truth in court, and I've had a lot of psychologists appear in court. So um, she, she begins to transition my son in earnest, eventually culminating with uh, uh, registering in school in second grade as a girl. Um, the school uh, had been transitioning my son for over a year. I would take him to school in boys' clothes, and the school would give him a dress and make him use the girls' bathroom. They didn't tell me. As part of that, I found out that in all the 50 states, including Texas, uh, parents do not have rights to the medical and psychological records of their children. That's something we can talk about. Um, uh, under, that, under those statutes, they didn't inform me that they were doing this uh, abusive behavior to my son. So eventually this led to another trial in 2019, and the top transgender experts on both sides of the issue came to this little courtroom, the 255th District Court in Dallas, Texas. Uh, international press showed up. I'm an Orthodox Christian. My sons are Orthodox Christians. Uh, so it went international. You know, people in Eastern Orthodox countries in Eastern Europe um, are just like, well, we don't understand. How could this be happening to an Orthodox boy? We thought this was the Bible Belt of, of the United States. They don't really understand our situation here. So it was all over the press, all over the world. Um, so international press showed up. Um, I deposed uh, all these experts on the other side that she brought to the table. And my depositions of them was so devastating, they didn't even put their experts on. If they'd have put those experts on in front of that jury, uh, they probably would have stripped her of her parental rights. I'll give mm -hmm. you an example. I asked Dr. Johanna Olson Kennedy flat out, what medical justification do you have for cutting healthy body parts off of children? Yes. And her answer was, if they cause psychological distress, they are not healthy body parts. Oh, my Lord. Sane answers that we were prepared to show the jury. So they didn't even put their experts on. My experts destroyed uh, their experts, but also had um, uh, another custody evaluator. Um, and, uh, he also lied in court. Um, I recorded all my conversations with him and demonstrated conclusively to him that she had lied to the previous custody evaluator because she was transitioning my son while she was telling him that she wasn't tampering with his gender identity. I also presented conclusive evidence to him that my son is not uh, transgender. 
He is not even gender dysphoric because when he's with me, he's never wanted to be a girl. He's a normal boy with me, and he's he only dresses in a dress with his mom. And he's told me repeatedly that he only does this because she she won't love him if he's not a girl. Oh. And he, he verified all this. He didn't yes. present any of that to the court and, in fact, lied to the court and said my son was gender dysphoric and uh, recommended that my son be transitioned to a girl. First time in Texas that had ever happened. But in any case, the court saw through this charade and gave me 50-50 custody and no child support. All I had to do was to go to a counselor and go through nine things with the counselor. These, these are things like unconditionally loving your children, recognizing the signs of bullying, all, actually all the standard things they do in a divorce in Texas. Well, the counselor saw opportunity to make lots of money. So she went 18 months and never addressed the nine points. So I never got, got my sons. What? She took $40,000 from me and just to, just to get this done because she knew she had me over a barrel. And then she went into court and lied um about about the sessions that we had but i haven't recorded my sons uh, a year ago four months ago and well year and three months ago in july of last year told the court appointed counselor that he wants to be a boy he doesn't want to be a girl anymore that he's embarrassed wearing dresses and uh the court appointed counselor called cps on me and initiated a cps investigation against me because she said i'm forcing him to say that oh, and then she never reported that he said that to the court. So it's never been entered into evidence because she will not she will not produce that evidence. Uh, she then hired an outside attorney to sue me in family court to prohibit me from getting access to my own son's uh, documents, proving that he said this to her. And uh, the court ruled in her favor. I've never gotten access to those documents. All I have is the recording of it that my son gave that my son took. So uh, on the basis of, of that fact, that there was a CBS investigation called because my son said he wanted to be a boy, and the fact that, for example, the talk that I'm doing with you right now is illegal in Texas, um, I've been put under an illegal gag order, which gives me a lifetime ban from all social media, all print media, prohibits me from writing any, any news articles, blog articles speaking to anyone about gender dysphoria, transgenderism, gender expansiveness, or even telling you whether my sons are boys or girls. This is an unconstitutional mandate, and I've just decided in my life I don't follow unconstitutional mandates from the government anymore. So I've told the judge repeatedly in court and out of court that I will never follow her, her gag order, that I have maximum contempt for her as a judge. This is Judge Bloody Mary Brown of the 301st District Court. I'll never follow. I have maximum contempt for her for violating my rights as a Texan. Texas has better free speech protections than the federal government. Um, I, I have maximum contempt for the order. I'll never follow the order. So I'm in maximum criminal contempt of the 301st District Court. And she's obligated by law to give me the maximum criminal sentence, which is 180 days in the Lou Sterrett Jail in Dallas County. The fourth day I'm there, I'll have access to the, to the uh, jail law library. I've already prepared a writ of habeas corpus. I will present that to the 5th District Appeals Court, and I will appear in handcuffs, and she will appear in her judge's robe, and we'll just see if this is a constitutional order. Well, she knows that she'd be struck down, and it's not a constitutional order, and she does not want a district-wide ban on gag orders. She wants to retain her power to do this to parents. Right. So instead of punishing me, she punished my children, and I haven't been able to see my children since July of last year. She gave me supervised visitation, 
with a gay transgender psychologist who would not let my son uh, trans take uh, let me take my son out of a dress when he visited, uh, thereby forcing me to participate in the abuse of my son, which was the goal of the court. Mm -hmm. um, since I have not availed myself of those visits because I'm not going to participate in the abuse of my son, and because uh, I have refused to pay medical child support in this state to any medical professional that has affirmed that my son is a girl or has taught my son is a girl. Well, in Texas, there's no exception to child support. Pretty soon, I expect I will be in criminal court over that issue, and I will take that up to the Texas Supreme Court and into the federal courts because no state can order me to participate or pay for the abuse of my son, and I'll never lift a finger to harm my son or spend one penny to do it. So these courts are terrified of me because I intend to make constitutional issues out of these to bind every single court in Texas and bind every judge against abusing children like this. So uh, the judge has now charged me because I refuse to participate in the abuse of my son in these so-called supervised visits. By the way, less supervised visitation than convicted pedophiles get. <laughs> she, uh, she decided that uh, I had abandoned my sons and had no right to make any decisions about him, even though I continue to pay my, my statutory child support, which is uh, almost $30,000 a year, by the way. And oh. I have continued to write letters and actively communicate with my sons, participate in their birthdays remotely, and so forth. Nevertheless, she has concluded that I have abandoned my sons, and uh, therefore she gave my ex-wife permission to move to California. Now, this motion and action that my ex-wife brought uh, was concluded four days after Gavin Newsom signed Senate Bill 701, which, which made California a sanctuary state for transgender children. And what that means is if my children are taken to this foreign jurisdiction out of Texas to California, they will never return my children to me, even on a court order from a Texas judge. They will never obey a subpoena, which will tell me where my sons are in the state of California. And the judge on his own, own uh, recognizance, sua sponte, the judge can transition my son by surgery. Dear God. Oh, my. Parental consent. Let's, he determines the consent to the child. Mr. Younger, we're yeah. going to take a quick break, and then everyone stay tuned. I think they're messing with the wrong man here. And he's blazing a trail for everyone that is going to be going through this and that is going through this right now stay yeah. tuned we'll be right back with mr jeff younger thank you inflation for most people is causing them to use their credit cards to try and make up for income shortfalls how big is this problem in the second quarter of 2022 americans added 46 billion dollars to their credit card balances some of that could be you the federal reserve consumer credit report showed that the rate of interest on credit cards went from 14.56 to 16.65 percent those Americans struggling with credit card debt saw their delinquency rates escalate from 1.66% to 1.81%. The Cambridge Debt Consolidation Program may be able to help you reduce the interest rates by two-thirds and cut your time to pay off the debt from 30 years to as little as five years. If you're struggling and you want professional and objective help getting your credit house in order, then call 1-855-435-2066 or go to the website cambridgeyescredit.com dot org forward slash bw hyphen podcast and get your house in order hello and welcome back to moms across america with our guest uh jeff younger 
Uh, just to a quick reminder, you can go to getmyconstitution.com to get your free constitution. Um, I am such a proponent of the constitution and our constitutional rights and the fact that that's our governing document in this nation. And to hear that a court, that doctors, who people who call themselves doctors, would fight the right of a parent and not give you free discourse with your children. I work in a system where I understand supervised visitations. I have supervised visitations. I get that. I understand that. You have not committed a crime to where it would constitute you having to have supervised visitation with your children. That Working with attorneys, that makes me furious that they would be doing this to you, first of all. Um, secondly, to um, try to transition children who are not even teenagers yet. And think that these kids at two years old really know what they want. I mean, come on. How many times have we heard little children talk about how, oh, mom, dad, I want to be a fireman or a doctor or something like that when I'm younger. And then the next minute they want to be a dinosaur. I mean, come on. These children do not have the capacity to make those types of decisions. And for a parent, your ex-wife, to push this forward. And the she's a pediatrician. Think, right. The nicest word I can think of right now is disgusting. Um, so how old are your boys now? They're now 10. They're 10 years old. Okay, Kathleen, I know you have some questions. I, I just, I'm just a little ticked right now. So, Jeff, when you were talking, you said that she said that, um, well, let me back up. So I read the article that was put out and she's claiming that your son was compelling her that he wanted to be transitioned. Mm -hmm. But your story is exactly the opposite. Mm -hmm. I mean, how can a mother tell her own son that monsters eat boys? You don't want to be a boy. You want to be a girl. I mean, that is psychological uh, you know, child abuse. This is child abuse. And the other son, his twin brother, what is he thinking? Yeah, Jude is, um, you know, here's a little anecdotal story about Jude. So, uh, you know, my boys were very fascinated hearing about my childhood, which is very different than theirs. They've had an urban childhood in this modern world. I grew up on a farm and a ranch with a party line phone with seven other families. You know, my nearest neighbor was five miles away and you know, I had a, I had, I, we were very poor. I mean, I hunted for food for my family. And before I was old enough to have a handgun or, or, a, or a long gun, I got a 17 caliber long gun, you know, when I was 12. But, you know, before that, I used to go out and hunt rabbits with an Apache throwing stick, you know, and I'd bring back, you know, rabbits for the pot, you know, a couple times a week. And that was my contribution to the family food. And they were just fascinated with this. So they wanted to go hunting rabbits the way dad did when he was little. So, um, they saw a, a, a special on um, uh, people in Australia using boomerangs to hunt with. And so they said, let's get one. So I ordered them some hunting boomerangs. 
And so we, in, in where I live in Texas, there's no season on rabbits. So we just went out and started hunting rabbits. I taught them how to track and how to find their, their lays and how to ambush them. And we had been out to the wow. creek and we came back all dirty. And, you know, we're just men. We just pile into the shower before dinner and clean up and I'll get out. And uh, Jude just looks down at James's crotch, points at it and says, how come they keep saying he's a girl? And why do I have to say that? And at that time, I was under a gag order where I couldn't tell my son whether they were either one of them, whether they were boys or girls. So I just said, look, every night before you go to bed, I read you the book of Genesis up to the creation of man and woman. What do you think? And he said, well, God, God created him a boy. And I said, well, I think you probably trust God more than any judge. That's beautiful. And Jude's concept yeah, yeah. is he's being told to lie and he knows it. And his question is, well, when do I break God's commandments and when do I not? And I think it's had a terribly corrupting effect on his moral education. So when he, wow. he gets a little bit older, when will he ever be able to, I mean, here, I think you can be 16 or maybe even earlier in Washington State where you can say which parent you want to live with. Will that ever happen? I mean, I know that you said when he goes to California, you, you will never see him again. That's heartbreaking to me. And that would be both your children. Is that correct? That's correct. Um, okay. Hmm. So would, I don't know the how this, Texas, this is going to... Uh, children I never have, have a right to say which parent to live with. At the age of 12, they're allowed to express their wishes to the judge. But children never have a right in the state of Texas to determine which parent they live with. That is given to judges. Interesting. Oh, wow. One well, of the things that I've learned is that family courts are operating completely outside of the statutes and laws and constitutions of the states and the federal government. Mm -hmm. Essentially, what has happened is the family court judges, and if you go to their continuing education conferences, you can, you can hear them say this, the best interest of the child doctrine trumps all constitutionality. So what's happening is judges are doing one of two things. They're listening to psychologists, which we can talk about psychology, which is not a science and probably should be banned as a profession. But they listen to psychologists who then say, um, you know, what should, well, how these parents should raise the children. Or if in the absence of that, the judge decides how they would raise the children. And they just make the parents do all the work and pay for it. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Okay, I have a question. It came to my mind that... Um, Oh gosh, it's gonna fade. Um, you you were talking about um, oh well, it's gone. I'm sorry, folks. I just I'm just so upset about this that this is oh, absolutely. Uh, well, let, let me let me say this. First of all, thank you for standing up for your rights and the rights of your children. Because what has happened in our society that I see, you know, given what you were going through, is so many people in our society have forgotten what their rights are, or they never knew what yes. their rights were as far as the Constitution. Yes. So to have a man like yourself to stand up and say, you will not do this to my children, I will not obey your lawlessness. Yeah. Thank you. You you are you are a forerunner in this terrible issue that is happening to our children. And this is what I don't understand about our society. Our society used to be in America where children and women were protected. Mm -hmm. 
that men took a stand to protect women, to, to, to protect their spouses, their, their daughters, and to protect their entire family. Yeah. These courts, by taking, you know, because I hear a lot of Democrats talk about how they're all our children. Well, no, they're not. Right. Until you're paying the bills and you're taking care of that child on a daily basis, be quiet because that's not your child. Right. I And I hope, moms, you, you hear my heart on this. We have to get more men that are going to say, you will no longer take my rights to raise my children the way I see fit. So I applaud you and I appreciate that you are taking that stand, that you are a godly man who is taking a stand for righteousness. And I appreciate that. And I wanted to say that before we ended the show, because warriors don't always get the thanks. Right. I, re I no. remember now. Um, so you were talking about, sorry to interrupt, but you were talking about how this whole thing was started. So please go into that, Mr. Younger, um, who invented, you know, this whole thing and started funding and, and creating this transgender. So the, the, the human rights campaign, you know, it's the yellow equal sign on the blue background. You've probably seen that on cars. It's the largest gay, uh, lesbian and transgender lobby group in the world. It's the reason that that lobby group is the reason the pride flag flies up there with the U.S. flag and all our embassies across the across the world. So that that the human rights campaign was started by a Republican. And he's a hedge fund billionaire. The child transgender movement was started by a guy named James Pritzker, who was the third largest donor to the Republican Party. Mm -hmm. He since switched over to the Democrat Party. He's now an ugly man in a dress named Jennifer Pritzker. Um, so the, the thing that we're not we're not really being clear about often as conservatives is that, you know, there were the Republican Party was founded to end slavery, and there were three groups that wanted to end slavery. There were there were religious nuts with guns, the abolitionists. That's me. I'm a religious nut with a gun. <laughs> there were constitutionalists like like Vicky. Uh, Lincoln was like Vicky. Lincoln said, "Well, it comes down to a legal issue. Does a black man have the status of a hog or not?" And even the slavery right, right. didn't think the black man had the status of a hog. So then you can't, he has to have the status of a free man. There's no in between. Right. And then there were there were uh, rich northern industrialists who wanted to exploit the South economically. All three of those groups still exist in the Republican Party. I'm a religious Absolutely. that was done. Vicky's a constitutionalist. Uh, but the liberal donors are the carpetbaggers that wanted to exploit the South. And 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 those people are they're, they're, they're leftists. They're based out of the Northeast. They have nothing to do with the kind of life that we live here in Texas, for example. But they're the largest donors to the governor of the state of Texas, the Speaker of the House, the Lieutenant Governor, and they control politics here in Texas because of that. So there's a there's a civil war in the Republican Party between the voting base and the donor base. And that's what's really happening here. And they play both sides of the fence. And that's why they're so powerful. And that's why they beat us so often. So, sir, we've just got a couple more minutes. Would you please tell people how they can get a hold of you if you want to give some contact information out or what they can, you know, where they can go to seek uh, resources regarding this? Sure. The best place to go is the Save James website on Facebook. Just search for Save James. You'll see a little boot logo. 
I see a picture of my son on there with a, with a Captain America shield. Um, that's run by volunteers because in the state of Texas, uh, courts cannot enjoin third parties for mm. first purposes. So they can't shut that down. It's run by volunteers. If you want to know my thinking and thoughts or even see letters that I write to my boys and other things, you can go to jeffyounger.substack.com. And I publish there regularly on all sorts of issues, the origin of transgenderism, uh, the nature of our modern democracy and how it's undermined our constitutional rights, poems and songs that I've written for my sons and uh, letters that I've written for my sons. And what we will try to do is we'll try to get that when we publish this uh, meeting today. What we will try to do is put those, um, I don't, it's a website, one of them is a website, on on there so that we can, um, so people can, you know, see it and go to it. Because, you know, sometimes you say things and people don't have time to write it down or whatnot. So if we can put it across the screen, that way people can get in touch with you. Uh, are there ways that people can maybe donate to help you with your case or anything? Will all of that be on that website as well? It is, but I got to tell you, I'm far less interested in donations. Uh, I'm far more interested in people doing the following things. Instead of donating money to me, how about you get off your couch and you go do something? Don't give me Good. money. Good. Get off your, get off the, give me some labor. Okay. Wherever gotcha. your community is, Go visit a family court and spend half a day watching cases and see if justice is being administered to your fellow citizens and the judges that you elect. You'll be shocked. Go visit a criminal court. Go visit a criminal court and see if your fellow citizens are treated unfairly there. How about your federal court? Know what your judges are doing. They're the most powerful elected officials. They have the power to, to restrict and compel speech. They're the only elected official that can do that. You need to know what they're doing. So how about you get involved instead of sending the money? That's good. Well, that sounds good, good, folks. Unfortunately, we're out of time right now. But remember to get your free constitution pamphlets with important documents that founded America by getmyconstitution.com. Thank you for joining us. Was that right, Vicki? Yes. And Mr. Younger, if you could text us those those two uh, sites that you mentioned so that we can, like I said, put them across the screen so all of our viewers will have that. Um, and again, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming and sharing your story and for being that warrior and that example that so many of us need. I know you're going to encourage a lot of moms, you know, with your story. And I think we can get some people off the couch. Um, so thank you moms across America for being with us today. And always remember moms across America, you are are America. America. (laughs) We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, everybody. Inflation for most people is causing them to use their credit cards to try and make up for income shortfalls. How big is this problem? In the second quarter of 2022, Americans added $46 billion to their credit card balances. Some of that could be you. The Federal Reserve Consumer Credit Report showed that the rate of interest on credit cards went from 14.56 to 16.65%. Those Americans struggling with credit card debt saw their delinquency rates escalate from 1.66% to 1.81%. The Cambridge Debt Consolidation Program may be able to help you reduce the interest rates by two-thirds and cut your time to pay off the debt from 30 years years to as little as five years. If you're struggling and you want professional and objective help getting your credit house in order, then call 1-855-435-2066 or go to the website cambridgeyescredit.org forward slash bw hyphen podcast and get your house in order. 
If you are interested in reaching our vast black and white network audience with your products or services, then contact Hollis Media Group at 1-855-673-8635. That's 1-855-673-8635 for more information on this great opportunity.